I V M. BQ Big Decisions, the Bloomberg Quin podcast that helps you make the right financial choices. Investing is good. You've heard this, of course. And you've probably also heard that investing in equity is a great idea when you're trying to achieve your long-term goals. The thing is, gains in the equity market are seldom linear. It's quite possible that you've held an equity portfolio for five years and most of your gains have come in the fourth year. So the question I'm asking today is, should you have a targeted return in mind when you invest? This is BQ Big Decisions and I'm Alex Matthew. I'm joined today by Harshvardhan Rungta, Certified Financial Planner and Founder of Rungta Securities. Thank you so much, Harsh, for joining me today. My pleasure, Alex. It's a bit of a nuanced conversation, this one. Normally, we say that you should just identify your financial goals and put money in because invariably, over the long period of time, you have a, a return that the market will give you. And you will achieve your goal, isn't it? That's right. So uh, the 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 way that we plan for investments and for our goals in future is that we uh, ascertain a goal that we need to achieve uh, over a period of time. Mm. We quantify that goal to say, I need X amount of money after say probably 15, 20 years from now. Yes. And, uh, and then we work backwards. Mm. We assume a rate of return that a product will give yes. to ascertain and to determine what is the amount that I need to invest every month for that. And that is a factor of the risk that you're willing to take and also uh, what how uh, negotiable your goal is. right? Absolutely. So uh, in case, uh, you know, you're not willing to take a lot of risk for, mat- for that sense. So then you'll have to invest in something that is safer in nature and will also give you lesser returns. Sure. And if in case you're willing to take a higher amount of risk, then of course we will exploit that investment that you do at a higher rate of interest, a higher rate of return rather, and then ascertain what is the corpus going to be accumulated. So yes, the choice of product that you invest into will largely depend on what your risk profile is, mm. how non-negotiable your end goal is. Yes. So it will depend on all those factors. I must point out here that uh, we have done conversations about goal-based investing and indeed about risk profiles and how they determine how your investment should go. But this is not a conversation that we're having today. We're talking about whether or not. So assume in a certain situation, Harsh, that I have a goal that is, say, five years away, Okay. And I've built it into the portfolio, right? I've said that I need a, a return of about 15% over a five-year period. And I put a lump sum in. I want to know at this point, should you have a targeted return in mind when you put a lump sum in and you pull money off the table when you hit that mark? Because I think for a lot of retail investors... Uh, that we have spoken to on BQ Portfolio and various other platforms on Bloomberg Quint. The question is, should you wait because next year you could get a similar or better return or should you take the money off the table? See, well, Alex, if you're investing into equities, you must understand that equities do not give you a linear return that we just spoke about. It does not give you a fixed deposit kind of a fixed rate of return every year. So in case you have estimated that I will generate a 15% return annualized Mm. over the next five years, Mm. does not mean that you will get 15% every year. Sure. There could be an instance where you will get, say, flat returns and no return in the first year. 
a negative return in the second year mm. and a bumper return in third year yes again a flat return in the fourth year and the fifth year you will get a moderate return sure the average of this cycle is if 15% you've achieved your target yeah that's how equities will be and and that's why you have to have a longer period in which you invest in equity absolutely so equity investments are always going to be so sporadic yes they're never going to be linear so the question is should you have a fixed return in mind in in percentage terms when you do invest see while you're investing if you have a goal in mind and you've quantified that goal hypothetically let's take an example you want to you want a corpus of 50 lakhs after 20 years sure now if you were going to assume that i'm going to invest in equities and you're going to also assume that equities over a 20 year period are going to give me 14% returns mm. annualized the mm. cagr return mm. is going to be 14% mm. then you would do a backward calculation to a certain how much you need to invest today okay so that amount works out to be about 4000 rupees every month sure so we're talking about an sip here we're not talking about a lump sum no we're talking about sips sure so what you're doing essentially is saying if i invest 4000 every month mm. if this grows at a rate of 14% annualized mm. i will accumulate 50 lakhs after 20 years sure now the underlying assumption over here is that the returns over a period of 20 years will be 14% sure so in some and that's also taking into account the fact that some years you might get negative returns as we've seen in the last 3 years you will most certainly over the next 20 years have negative returns over any period of, i mean you will have that period you cannot assume that i will have a one way growth over the next 20 years so there will be certain uh, you know number of years where you will have negative returns sure. so i'm saying all put together the average return that you generate over the next 20 years will be 14% say about 14% sure now the only downside of this assumption is that what if you don't even get 14% okay and we're talking about these returns not being visible to you every year in any case correct so assume you're again in the uh, you know out of 20 years you're in the 18th year mm. and now that you've done an average calculation of what is your irr mm. and that works out to be about 10% mm. okay then what do you do your assumptions have gone horribly wrong horribly wrong yes now this could jeopardize your end corpus by a large amount of money in in your example have you quantified that yeah so let's put it like this if you were to invest 4000 rupees every month grows at 14% annualized mm. would become 50 lakhs after 20 years correct at 10% at 10% this entire end corpus reduces to 30 lakhs oh so it's a major difference in the end a corpus that you generate absolutely so this could possibly although everything has been good you've been disciplined with your investments mm. you've stuck to equities irrespective of the market cycles yes. you've been 18 years into the investment and suddenly you realize i was assuming 14% but it has become 10 mm. and if in case your goal is non negotiable mm. then what do you do where do you arrange for that 20 lakhs in the next last 2 years itself so what you're saying is that while it is good to have an assumption and a targeted return it's not something that is foolproof but is there another method that you can follow Yes so most certainly this is not a foolproof system that we all know because there are a lot of assumptions in any calculations sure. so in case now let's talk about another investor type mm. if there is an investor who says i need 50 lakhs after 20 years and i don't care how i get it that's non negotiable it's non negotiable yeah i don't want to be dependent on market returns mm. i want to make sure i get 50 lakhs after 20 years yeah. now how he could go about doing this so there is a solution for every problem yeah so so i so, thought you'd have one <laughs> yes so the idea is that if you need 50 lakhs after 20 years mm. you simply divide it by 240 months okay So it works out to say round figure twenty thousand per month. Okay. So we are in November two thousand nineteen. Yes. Your your intent should be that you neglect, you omit that calculation of returns completely out of your equation. Okay. 
you simply divide your 50 lakhs by 20 years which hmm. is about 20000 a month okay you invest in november 2019 you invest 20000 rupees all right in december 2019 hmm. whatever you invest in november suppose that 20000 becomes 21000 rupees hmm. So in December now you will put in only nineteen thousand. Okay, so it's a flexible SIP if you can call it that. Correct, but it's it's value oriented with every month. Okay. So essentially, after three months, you should have sixty thousand worth in your investments. So equally, at in the third month, like you said, you should be at sixty thousand. If you're actually at say fifty eight thousand, then you need to make up the balance. The only two thousand. Then your then your investment in the third month would mm. be only two thousand rupees. Okay. Okay. Because you put in twenty twenty in two months, yeah, that is grown grown. No, what I meant is if if with that twenty thousand that you're supposed to put, you're at forty. Uh, that you're at fifty eight. You need to actually be putting twenty two thousand and not correct. Twenty. So 000. let me let me enumerate this with sure. an example. Sure. So November two thousand nineteen, you put twenty thousand. Sure. In December, this twenty thousand became twenty one. Yeah. So you needed forty. Yeah. So, so you, you put, put in 90. only nineteen. Yeah. In the third month. This forty thousand that you've put in November and December together hmm. becomes thirty nine thousand. Okay. So then you will put twenty one thousand as an investment. Okay. Okay. So this becomes sixty thousand. You're right. Yes. At the end of three months. Yeah. So like this, every month hmm. you will just make sure you have a multiple of twenty thousand. Okay. Now initially, now if you compare this, so in scenario one, we had said that four thousand a month growing hmm. at fourteen percent. Achieves fifty thousand. In this example, we are putting twenty thousand a month now. Yeah. So it's almost it's five times more that I'm putting. Yes. But this is the initial. So in SIPs, you will see the fund value being very less initially, mm. and becoming large towards the end of the goal. Yes. In this case, you will find this fund value to be constant all throughout your twenty years. Correct. Now your SIP amount, the mm. amount that you invest every month, initially will be very large because okay. we're not incorporating any returns into right. this. But over the years, this amount will keep reducing. So twenty thousand first year, mm. a first month rather, mm. twenty thousand the second, twenty in the third, fourth. When mm. you cross five ten years, then this contribution will come down because the fund value would have grown because you've essentially front loaded your investments. Yes. Okay. So you front loaded your investments, and that entire corpus will get the benefit of that big spurt whenever that big spurt does come in the market. That's correct. So you have uh, you have a situation, I'm sure, where in a particular month you may not even have to put. Uh, Absolutely right. So there will come a time yeah. wherein you may not need to put anything beyond a time beyond a point because your existing investments are generating that kind of return for that particular sure. month at least. I would assume, obviously, if you're following this, uh, then that at the end of your targeted time, that is twenty years, come what may, you will end up with fifty lakhs. Yes. So this is the essential. This is the essential point that we're trying to address. Even on the upside, you will come upside or downside. You will come. You will get fifty lakhs after twenty years yes. because you made sure that anything short of twenty thousand into the number of months you've contributed yourself. Right. So for all those who need an X amount after an, uh, a particular period, time period, m- can invest into this methodology yes. and make sure that you have fifty lakhs after twenty years. So it's an interesting concept, I would think, Harsh, because I think you can actually be a little more flexible in terms of what you do with the excess. If you generate an excess, you can perhaps take a little bit more risk with the amount that gets left over. Take a slightly riskier bet in the market that could potentially net you a higher return, right? Yes. So in this example of a variable amount that you invest every month, post ten years or fifteen years, you will notice that you will need to only invest probably two or four or five thousand per month. Sure. 
So at that point in time, you will have more surpluses available yeah. to take risks if you want to or do something else with that money. Yeah, because you have most definitely and most people will agree to this. You have more financial goals than you have money. Absolutely. And, and you obviously have to prioritize them. Yes. So this would free up more money every month for you to achieve those additional goals. A post at least 10 or 15, yes. 10 to 12 years. So yes. initially, as you said, it's front loaded. So initially, the contribution will be larger. Mm. But uh, as the corpus grows... And it also generates returns on its own. Hmm. Then the contribution of 20,000 will start falling. So a very quick question in terms of the in instrument that you choose. Of course, it's a, it's a factor of the risk that you have and the risk profile rather that you have. Uh, but you would advise in a situation where it's a long-term goal, you still put it in equity, right? 20 years, of course. I mean, if you're looking at a 20-year time horizon, yeah. uh, there is no way that you will invest into recurring deposits. Or or debt for that matter. Uh, yeah, 20 years, not even debt for that matter. Because so, debt would, would be significantly less volatile in that sense. Volatile, yes. But then the contribution will be much, would be much more. Yes. If you're looking at a 7% or an 8% kind of returns, yeah against a 14 to 15 percent yeah. and the contribution amounts will be larger sure sure i think that's a very interesting concept so i think to sum this conversation up uh harsh do have a targeted return in mind especially when you have a lump sum and i guess it makes sense to pull money off the table at that stage because you've achieved your goal so to speak so you're asking about if a person has invested into uh, as lump as sum, a lump sum, yes, and uh, has a twenty-year time horizon. No, no, not a, not necessarily a twenty. So suppose you you want to uh, you want to buy a car in five years, hmm. okay, and you know that you will need a certain amount of money, uh, say uh, ten lakh rupees, hmm. uh, and you've uh, put in say about five lakh rupees, thinking that over a five-year period. Uh, or a six-year period in the equity market, you will generate a certain amount of return. Correct. Uh, and if you, in a particular year, say in the fourth year, you've managed to achieve that target, you pull money off the table. Yes. Uh, so in all cases, in case uh, your 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 returns are going to be variable, basically your targeted sum is dependent on the returns that you're generating. Yeah. Like a f assumption of 14%. If you've achieved that, targeted amount yeah. one or two years prior to the date of you requiring the money, mm. then in most cases, yes, you have to remove the money out yeah. and secure that Correct. because you don't want a surprise uh, to be affecting you in the last year of your uh, requirement. And in the other case where you're doing an SIP every month, if you don't want that surprise to play out at all, you do the variable SIP. Correct. And in that case, you don't need to pull the money out because you're anyways filling in the gap in uh, the difference of returns that is that the fund is generating. So mm. in that case, you don't need to really worry till the last because you simply divided the 50 lakhs over 20 months, uh, 20 years. So the small caveat is that it's a little difficult for people who are just starting out in their careers, perhaps because it yeah. would require a slightly larger amount of money that is invested every month. Correct. But if you do have the capability and if you know that you will need a certain amount of funds in, say, 20 years time, then it makes sense to go about Yes. Yeah, so in way. that case, in fact, you will see the other way around. It's as front-loaded. The investments in the initial years are higher yeah. and will reduce later on. Yeah. So this works, again, for people who have no responsibilities and no liabilities right yeah. now. Yeah. So if you have no liabilities, might as well invest more. Mm. And later on, when you start having more responsibilities, children, family, other goals, then you will need to reduce your SIPs. So this automatically reduces the SIP in that yeah, sense. That's that's good. And and I would think this is another way to buy at the bottom and to sell on the top. It's yes. A, so this it, this automatically in effects that. So whenever the fund value is higher, yeah. 
you're investing less. Yes. When the fund value goes down, you're investing more. So this yes. buy buy low and sell high. You're automatically doing automatically that. doing this. Yeah. And the beauty of this system, if you can manage, mm. is that it removes the variability on the returns factor completely. Yes. So whatever the returns, so what if my fund is not generating 14%, which I estimated, I don't get a surprise at the end of the tenure. And while we have spoken about 20 years as an example, you can actually uh, bear this out, I'm sure, in any time frame. Yes, you, of course. You just have to simply divide the number of years that you have by, uh, you know, suppose you want something after five years, you divide it by 60 months. Without taking into account any returns. Any returns. Yeah. yeah. All right. I think that uh, more or less sums up the conversation that we're having on BQBIT Decisions today. Thank you so much for joining me today, Harsh. It's a pleasure always, Alex. And to you, dear listener, I hope that this conversation helped you out. It's a bit of a nuanced conversation, so do let us know what you think in the comments section on any one of our social media platforms. For more in the personal finance space, do watch out for BQ Big Decisions every weekend and, of course, for BQ Portfolio. Thanks so much for listening. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great weekend. If you enjoyed Big Decisions, check out some other podcasts on the IVM Podcast Network. You can check out Pesa Vesa, hosted by Anupam Gupta. Advertising is Dead, hosted by Varun Dugirala. The Ronnie Screwwala podcast, hosted by Ronnie Screwwala, or Cyrus Says, hosted by Cyrus Procha. These shows are available on the IBM Podcast website, app, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Are you constantly seeking happiness? Wondering how to make the most of every day? How not to let your inhibitions stop you from achieving your goals? It's now time to get your A-game on. It's time to unlock your true potential. Tune in to the empowering series with me, Zarina Punawala, to feel empowered in all genres of life. From behavioral skills to management skills, from health to relationships, from mental well-being to emotional well-being, and of course, your finances. I've got you covered with these tips and tricks from me, Zarina, and true life stories from my amazing guests. You're bound to bring your purest to the table. Tune in to the empowering series with Zarina Punawala every Thursday on the IVM podcast app, website or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the amazing story of something awesome. Once Chuck decided to start a podcast and so he did. The end. Okay, that was a crappy story. But I've got some really cool stories over at my new show, The Origin of Things. On this podcast, I look at the stories of how brands came into being and sometimes evolved out of quite unexpected circumstances. And to make it really fun, I reveal the name of the brand and sometimes a category only at the very end. The show is 5-7 to minutes per episode and perfect for trivia junkies and brand nerds, especially those with short attention spans. New episodes out every Wednesday on IVM Podcast app or website or any podcast app or site that you happen to prefer. End of story, they lived happily ever after.